Seek the truth in the edge of this coin, in a balance. This is hard to find. It's hard to walk this line, but at the end of the day, it's extremely worth it. What is a sin? A sin is an immoral act, considered to be a transgression against divine law. So, by definition, it must only apply to non-atheists, right? If atheists do not believe in God, then divine law does not apply to them. But this is fundamentally incorrect. Of course, because atheists do not believe that you know, murder is okay, for example, or theft. These are considered sins. There is a divine law that governs every civilization in the history of man. Now, whether you are religious or not, the Ten Commandments happen to be a really good place to build a stable community on. Some of the commandments that most people can agree with today are, for example, honor your father and mother, do not kill, do not commit adultery, do not steal, or do not bear false witness. Any decent person nowadays can agree on these. And it's the fact that the vast majority of people do agree on these that leads us to assume the ancient religious texts were tapping into something true, something timeless and so rooted in the human psyche that it is hard to see. As different as each person is, we are all the same at our roots, as homo sapiens species. Our bodily systems function the same, they carry blood and react to externalities all the same. Our five senses are all used in the same capacity to gauge the physical world. So given this little pretext, there is one single commandment that stands out to me as the greatest sin a conscious human being can commit. When I look at the act of killing, I see something horrible, but also something that can be the result of your circumstances. For example, when acting in self-defense, killing the attacker, of course, is the only option in order to survive. So in the grand scheme of things, that should be forgiven. When I look at adultery, it is pretty fucked up, but people don't know any better when they're married, young, you know, full of lust, and eventually realize they don't love someone as much as they thought they did. Okay, you know, you, you can get over that. When I look at theft, again, I would never condone it, but it can also be something where you are forced to play the hand you are dealt. For example, a, a, a poor father, you know, cannot feed his kids. This can lead him to steal in order to do so. However, when I look at bearing false witness, I look at the greatest sin of them all, and I'll tell you why. To bear false witness is to lie. It's to say something that did not happen or is not true when you know the truth. To attempt to distort reality. Why, you might ask. Surely the same logic can be applied to this sin as you have to the other sins, right? Well, let's break it down. In order to kill someone without acting in self-defense, you have to lie to yourself first about the value of their life. You have to lie to yourself that killing is the most effective solution to this particular problem this person poses. In order to commit adultery, you have to lie to yourself about the feelings you have for your spouse. You have to lie that you're happy, that everything's okay, that nothing is wrong. These lies, as I've said, compound over time along with the compounding inability to tell the truth. With every lie you tell, it gets exponentially harder to tell the truth. With theft, it's, it's the same. Homeless people have not chosen the path of a thief, 
because they have been honest about their situation, and in turn they receive donations from members of their community as a reward for their honesty. This, in the grand scheme of things, is commendable, much more commendable than being a thief. Lying is the greatest sin, and I'll tell you a short tale so we can understand it better. It's about a village. And in this time period, adultery was the greatest sin for a woman. So one woman, for whatever reason, decided to gossip and create a rumor about another woman committing adultery. The village believed the story. After all, why would she lie, right? This woman was ostracized from the community, the one who was accused of adultery, and her life ruined. After seeing all this occur, the gossiping woman went to church to confess. She told the priest, Father, I have sinned. I lied about the woman committing adultery, and I have come to confess. The father then said, Before I forgive you, you must do something. Go to the market across the village. Buy a chicken and pluck it on your way back here, scattering the feathers as you walk. When you give me the plucked chicken, I'll tell you the rest of your penance. Okay, she said. The woman goes, plucks all the chicken's feathers on her way back, and arrives. Father, here is a chicken. I have plucked all of its feathers. I am ready for my confession. The priest tells her, Okay, now go back and pick up all the feathers you plucked off of this chicken. But Father, that's impossible. They are all gone by now. Just like the lies and gossip that you have spread about that woman, they can never be recovered and set straight. Her life is ruined. This story, and many others very similar in modern day, are the reason why I believe that lying is the single greatest sin a man or woman can commit. We have a choice to tell a truth or to tell a lie. Each lie you tell makes it harder to tell the truth. It corrupts your being, it corrupts your future, it corrupts those around you, the people you love, the people who trust you. The intention of a lie is usually only known to the liar themselves, which is why when people automatically trust someone's harsh accusations without any regard for evidence or the other side of the story, it's absolutely baffling. For example, the hashtag believe all women. We're all aware of this. Brett Kavanaugh. This man was basically declared a guilty rapist sexual assaulter by almost half the, half the country simply because a woman accused him of it with no evidence whatsoever. If he had accused her of it, would she have received the same exact treatment? Of course not. Every single person who once uttered the words, believe all women, has some serious soul searching and truth searching to do. We are all innocent until proven guilty. But why would she lie, right? Well, there are many reasons why someone would lie. And like I said, these are mostly reserved to the liar. Liars or gossipers play the social status game. This game is known as a zero-sum game. Someone must lose in order for you to win. Someone's status must drop in relation to yours in order for yours to rise. It's a sort of a hierarchy game, and gossip is the best way to ruin someone's reputation. A reputation can take years to build, but only days to destroy. This is the destructive nature of a lie. It spreads like wildfire. Like the saying goes, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth has a chance to get its pants on. And this leads me to speak on the media and the nature of the media today. Like Denzel Washington once said when he was confronted by a reporter and she asked him about his stance on fake news and the rumor that he had switched 
support from Hillary to Trump. He said this, quote, If you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. If you do read it, you're misinformed. What is the long-term effect of too much information? One of the effects is the need to be first, not even to be true anymore. When that, so what a responsibility you all have to tell the truth, not just to be first, but to tell the truth. We live in a society now where it's just first. Who cares? Get it out there. We don't care who it hurts. We don't care who it destroys. We don't care if it's true. Just say it. Sell it. Anything you practice, you're, you'll get good at, including BS. End quote. To get to this place that Denzel is at, you must change your view of the media. When you start realizing that the mainstream media doesn't actually report the full truth, this takes time. It takes some searching for truth for what is and what is not. It takes confronting your own beliefs and checking for validity and for reasons why you believe them. It takes a realization that the reality you have been told by the prim primary source of news is actually not real. It is not true to its core. It's been manipulated in a way to mold somebody's narrative, to mold the reality of what people want you to think. You know what I mean? This reminds me of a time when, when the news were reporting on a story and my mother and I knew the truth of the story. But I mean, I believe it was, you know, CNN or MSNBC, you know, you know how it is, but their coverage of it was highly biased and with a clear agenda and essentially lying by omission, you know, leaving truths out of a story that don't benefit the narrative that they are trying to push. We told my dad this, who has always trusted in these sources and Hispanic papers. And when he realized the truth of the story and he compared it to what he was being told by the media, he said, but why? Why do they do that? And it was almost like a man let down, uh, a person who trusted that the institution in charge of providing current events and factual happenings of our community would provide just that. I mean, instead, he realized that they don't actually do the things they are paid to do. So why do we keep watching? Why do we keep trusting? The mainstream media, social media platforms also they are no more than they are no more than mediums by which narratives are pushed and spread. If only the truth was told, there would be no need for different broadcasters, consumer bases and overall agendas. We saw this with the with the Sandman kid, you know what I mean, wearing the MAGA hat, where they ba basically defamed him, you know what I mean, his image, they destroyed his image on social media, CNN, Washington Post, etc., all these left-wing mainstream media outlets, and they settled for, what, $250 million or something like that? I mean, they're basically admitting that they are fake news, and this is why we call them this, because they are, you know what I mean? If they If they are willing to settle for this amount of money, basically admitting that they basically damage this kid's reputation and image, right? With some sort of agenda, with you know, a, 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 a lie by omission. They're distorting the reality of what is, and this is what they pay. I mean, it's 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 simple fact here. They are admitting to this. You know, with media, it's it's always just two sides of the same coin. Two sides of the same coin can look very different, and if you only see one side all the time, you physically cannot see the other side. It's impossible. You know, try seeing both sides of, of, of a coin at the same time. You can't. It just so happens that one side more closely resembles the, tr the true nature of the coin than the other side. And it happens to be Fox News, unfortunately. But I feel like, you know, they don't... I feel like, you know, CNN, MSNBC, they've become more of like opinionated 
uh, outlets. You know what I mean? And while I don't I don't watch news too much, um, but Fox News ends up being a little more accurate, a little more true, um, in my opinion. Obviously, all the all the media outlets have their biases, but CNN and NBC, NBC are just hot garbage. When I talk about the truth, the truth lies on the edge of this of this two sided coin that I speak of. You know what I mean? The edge, this edge that I speak of, has no sides. It is constant. It is true. The edge is singular all around. This is the truest representation of the coin's color, texture, elemental nature. It has not been beaten, tampered with, touched, or manipulated so much on this edge. Most of the coins are handled on the sides. It is not as prone to corruption. Seek the truth in the edge of this coin, in a balance. This is hard to find. It's hard to walk this line, but at the end of the day, it's extremely worth it. God bless. (laughs) 